Today is October 3rd, 2022. Welcome to Simply Bitcoin. We are your number one source for the peaceful Bitcoin revolution. We cover the breaking news, culture, mematic warfare. We will show you why only Bitcoin, only Bitcoin can give you true financial sovereignty. And when we when we say that, we obviously mean freedom. Today we have a very special show lined up. We have the one, the only, the legendary, the always optimistic. How are you doing, Opti? Good morning, Nico. Uh, you know, you, you, you keep blowing my head up with these great, great intros, bro. But it's Monday. I am happy to be here. We had a good weekend, you know, got, took a day off on the content. And it's just good to get into the the, the role of things. And, and then, you know, it's going to be a busy week. We got to do some traveling. So I'm excited to actually hang out with you again in person, bro. So here we go. It's going to be a solid week. It's going to be awesome. I also want to say a special hello, special hello. I always say hello, hello. Harry the Eagle from Nigeria. I going to talk to a Nigerian Bitcoiner. How you doing? Uh-oh. Looks like he might be having some audio issues. We're going to try to get him in the show. But anyways, today we're going to talk about another attack by, well, it's not really another one. It's the same, same one. But guys, remember that developer the tornado cash developer that was arrested in the netherlands well it just released today or over the weekend or on friday they always drop these type of news on friday now that i pointed out you'll you'll never you'll you'll not notice um you'll never not notice um came out that they denied him bail right so check that out kind of zoom out don't get distracted on the straw man arguments about oh the north koreans don't get distracted on what they are claiming happened to him, get pay attention to what the precedent that they're trying to set is, right? Remember that they use this man, they use that example as the reason to sanction open source technology, open source software, of which most people use for good reasons, right? Pay attention to that. We're going to talk about that, but it looks like Harry, Harry's coming in. How you doing, man? And it looks like he's having looks like he's having some audio issues again. Opti, what are we what are we gonna talk about today, brother? Well, well, I'm very excited for this one. Uh, I don't know if you guys caught it on Twitter, but Bukele dropped a banger of an article called "Don't Drink the Elite Kool Aid." And I told Nico, I'm like, bro, if you're not covering this on the news, then I'm gonna cover this on the culture. Because I, I, it's some, it's a bunch of headshots out there, bro. Like he, he did not miss a shot there, and it's just, it's just too on point. So, the description definitely uh, in, in the or the links in the description, so you guys don't need to read this whole thing. I'm gonna cover some points about what we usually talk about in the show. So I'm excited for this one, man. Actually, absolutely, it's gonna be awesome. Hopefully. We can get our friend from Nigeria in the show as well. We could talk about Bitcoin adoption in Nigeria. Let's try to get him in if the internet allows us. But anyways, let's get to the numbers, shall we? Number time. Brought to you by Noddle. At this point, you should be running your own Bitcoin node. If you don't use your own Bitcoin node, you're trusting someone else's. Run your own version of Bitcoin Core, the Lightning Network, Whirlpool, and Dojo, all from the comfort of your own home. 
And if you're a digital nomad, you have absolutely no excuse because now you can run a Noddle through a virtual private server. Visit noddle.eu today. All right, all right, all right. At the time of recording, the Bitcoin price is 19340 Sats per dollar, 5172 Block height, 756887 Reachable Bitcoin nodes, 14878 Blocks to the halvening, 83113 Having estimate April 22nd, 2024, total lightning network capacity, 4,949. Capacity value, $95 million. Realized monetary inflation, 1.78%. Market capitalization, $370 billion. I know, Diogenes. I know it's the old one. Dude, I leave on a flight today. Then they I like go to the Austin one, tomorrow. Bro. They like the old one. No, 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 dude. You haven't seen what Diogenes did, okay? The new one is so clean and so fresh. I just didn't have time to add the, the audio and the voiceover. Ah, I see. Takes a while, but it's coming. A new number time segment transition is coming. Anyways, what I want to talk about today was this tweet from the one, the only, the legendary Matt O'Dell. The Bitcoin promise every person in the world should have access to good money that is independent of corrupt governments and corporations, that does not require trust or permission to spend or save, that can be used privately, and that increases in purchasing power over time. That is such a very, that is a very, very powerful statement. And here's like kind of this for audio listeners, this, this, uh, this, this image, and it basically, it represents you know, the populations of the world. China's huge with 1.45 billion, India 1.41, Pakistan 231 million. I'm looking for the US, where could it be? Here it is, US 335 million, right? Such a huge planet. And the majority of these people don't have stable fiat currencies. And even if you have a stable fiat currency, it's still stealing from you, maybe ever so slightly. Well, not even not even anymore. The the inflation rate in the United States right now is a rough, roughly eight uh, percent. In the UK, it's ten percent. In in Europe, it's around ten percent as well. So, dude, everyone is using shitty money. And our case to you guys is that what well, we believe it's causing the majority of the issues. But of course, who stands to lose if people are using money that doesn't lose value? Is is in fact it's not it doesn't only not have inflation but it's actually deflationary. Governments stand to lose a tremendous amount. And I was actually going to play you a clip from Mr. Robot, but unfortunately it's copyrighted. So I'm actually going to read you some of what this clip said. And of course this was dramatized. This is from fee.org, and it goes. It says this is a conversation that the E Corp CEO Philip Prince Price said for Mr. Robot and a tuck top government official named Jack. And it goes on to say that the government official Jack says it's unconstitutional. You can't make your own currency. That is the federal government's job. Why is it the federal government's job? We simply cannot let you make big loans in e-coin that you would not make in dollars. Philip Price said, I'm not the problem here. The problem here is hard cash is fading rapidly. That's just the way the world right now. And Bitcoin is spreading. And if Bitcoin takes over, we are all in a world of hell. It is unregulated. It has already reached its maximum transaction volume maximum. And it is partly controlled by Chinese miners. Jack says, you just accepted $2 trillion from them. And Philip Price says, yes, yes. And now I want to use it against them. With eCoin, we control the ledger 
and the mining servers. We are the authority. I will make sure you have visibility into every single wallet that's open, every loan, every transaction, which means we can start making new assets, which means we can start rebuilding the banking sector. Now, why did I want to use that as an example? Of course, that was a, dra a dramatization, dramatization, right? But that was a dramatization that Matt O'Dell used here. He says the alternative is dark, focus on the light. Now, I think that passage, and of course, it you know, it came from a TV show, it's not real, it's fictional, really encompasses where the path of the shit coins is going to go, right? So you just replace eCoin and replace that with Ethereum, and you have the exact same end result, right? We know that the vast majority of Ethereum nodes are run on AWS servers, Amazon servers. We know that the biggest stakers are going to be exchanges. So obviously, just acting on their own incentives, Amazon acting on their own incentives, exchanges acting on their own incentives, what are they going to do? You think when the US government knocks on the door and says, hey, you guys need to run uh, sanctioned compliant nodes, what do you think? Do you think those guys are going to fight it? Now compare that with Bitcoin. Who are running the nodes? Individual Bitcoiners. Are we incentivized to run Node compliant software that the government is advertisement? No. Is a Venezuelan Bitcoiner going to sign all uh, that's running a node going to sign up to that? No. See, and uh, see, someone holding Ethereum in Venezuela doesn't have a choice. <laughs> the choice falls onto Amazon, right? So this is the world we have in front of us. We have the potential to live in a world that has freedom, that has freedom to save, that has the freedom to transact with everybody that has the freedom to not be fearful of having your wealth just confiscated at the flick of a switch or not having your wealth stolen from through inflation, right? That is the freedom that we have. But you have to understand that there's a lot of people that stand a lot to lose if that's the world that we're going into, right? And those people, right? And that's, I love that dramat dramatization by Mr. Robot, those people the bureaucrats that love the, this is Lawrence Lepard's words, the privilege of having the ability to print money that everyone else has to work for. Anyways, um, I want to say hi to Harry. It looks like he, 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 he dropped in. Harry, could you hear us? Yeah, can, I can hear you guys. Can you hear me? Yes, but your audio is still coming in a little, little iffy. Opti, what are your thoughts on, yes, on, the, on it, the numbers? It, it, might actually, it might actually be the network. I'm working on switching to my MacBook. They are doing some network coverage, but extremely fast in Africa. You know, I'm trying to, like, see how to stream in with video and all. I'm heritage follow doing anyways. Right. Yeah, man, we're going to – let me ask you something. Actually, I'm going to take advantage of this. For, for, from your perspective, right, you're from Nigeria – what does it mean to be yes, able to save? What does it mean to be able to save and earn in a currency that the government can't debase? The government can inflate away. Um, I'm for 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 every Nigerian. It means freedom. It means joy. It means being free from restrictions. You know, but um, for the federal government, I mean the government themselves, they can't um. Put their head and it because there's a context of cryptocurrency, there's a context of Bitcoin. They've been able to like um censor cryptocurrencies, they've been able to censor CBDC, they've been able to censor the fiat itself. Don't 
many different protests like the NSAS, but that was the time they tend to understand that they couldn't censor Bitcoin. And um, to the people, people also understand, and a lot of people also get to understand that feature of Bitcoin as at that time during the protest. So to a common Nigerian, it means joy. I mean, you we are have different relatives abroad want to send money back home the fastest means they can use right now is bitcoin and before they've been using western union so for me there are times i i like um work with people remotely and uh, get paid with that amount same for every other nigerians who are like um freelancing or probably working with country remotely and also a common man even a market woman selling um um groceries and basic things at the store or in the market we actually want to like receive maybe um festive payment or monthly income from his kid or son abroad so um western union have always been the option but the kids are always complaining of charges but with bitcoin we've seen different um improvement and joy around it so for every nigerian it's actually something great that's what i'm going to like conclude with Hell yeah, man. And and think about how powerful that statement is. And I'm going to pull up this image that Matt O'Dell was so kind to post right on Twitter. And, he, and I'm going to read it to him. It says, every person in the world should have access to good money that is independent of corrupt governments and corporations and that does not require trust or permission to spend or save. And what Harry was just saying, it's, 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 it's a net good for every Nigerian. And if you notice, we're using a common language and we're living on two totally different continents and we're both saying the same thing that bitcoin represents freedom it represents an ability to be able to earn and to save into money without the fear of confiscation whether that confiscation is all like outright confiscation or or confiscation through inflation anyways opti did you feel that statement from harry as powerful as i felt it well, of course, man. Like, uh, and you know, like the meme said, this is the Bitcoin promise. And we say it all the time that first world citizens, people in the Western world, like we're so spoiled with, with our currencies that we, we don't realize that Bitcoin is fulfilling that promise in real time. And it's just beautiful to see other people around the world agree with us. And, and so we don't have that financial privilege of being from the Western world. It's like Bitcoin works exactly how it's supposed to. And it's giving people all around the world the freedom to save in a money that is not designed to steal from them. So it's absolutely beautiful to get the confirmation from our buddy over here in uh, Nigeria. Shout out to you, Harry. Absolutely. Anyways, let's let's move on to the news. The Daily News. Brought to you by Bitbox 2 Bitcoin only edition, a hardware wallet by Shift Crypto, crypto like cryptography. It's secure, it's open source, and it's so easy your mom can set it up. Self custody is the revolution, and the Bitbox makes it simple. Do not leave your Bitcoin on an exchange. Order a Bitbox today. Wow, I feel like Opti's gonna get mad if I don't order a Bitbox. Um, anyways, check out this article by the Financial Times. This guy is a scumbag. Uh, I'm just going to say it outright. Alex Mashinsky, dude, holy crap, man. I, I don't say that lightly. What the hell, dude? Um, and here's the thing. He was giving a lot of us crap because of that. Bitcoiners were warning, Bitcoiners were actually warning people, hey, take self-custody. This is a quote from Alex Mashinsky. I couldn't find this video on the internet. I think that says a lot, uh, but shout out to Corey. He did such a great job. He saved so many people from being totally wrecked by Celsius. 
And this is a quote from Alex Mashinsky himself. It says, 30% of Bitcoin is lost because people listened to you and Bitcoin maxis and kept their own keys. In case he deleted it, he totally deleted it. Here's a screenshot of it itself. You're afraid to debate in public setting to debunk all your conspiracy theories. 30% of all Bitcoin is lost because people listen to you and Bitcoin maxis and kept their own keys. Celsius Network, with over 150,000 Bitcoin, did not lose any Bitcoin to lost wallets or hacked. This is dated May 15th, 2022. Fast forward to... This came out today, eight hours ago, October 3rd. Celsius Network founder withdrew 10 million US dollars ahead of bankruptcy. When we tell you guys to take self-custody, this is why. Don't trust someone else with the future, with your future, with the future of your kids, with the future of your family. You don't do that. Don't do that. And this guy made the argument to trust him. And look what he did. Do you, do you think, I don't think that this per person maliciously thought that he was going to screw over these people. The problem is, right, is people deposited money into Celsius thinking, hey, I'm going to get a 2% return or 3% return on their Bitcoin. And then Celsius thought, hey, we could trade, we could out, you know, outpace the market, we could pay back some people for lending us their Bitcoin, basically, and everyone wins. The problem is that the bear market hit. And then they couldn't pay people, period. And then people got screwed. People got really screwed. In fact, people lost their life savings. And they attacked us for it. They attacked the Maxis for it. They attacked us because we were telling people, not your keys, not your Bitcoin. And I would say, who's laughing now? But the amount of damage that this individual did And if you were caught up in this, let this be a lesson. Not your keys, not your Bitcoin. And it's deeper than that. It, it, it goes deeper than that because it's not only it's not only like it applies to fiat. It applies to banking, right? Is the money in a bank really your money or is it the bank's money? So what, what could you really own? In my perspective, right? You could say you own real estate, but do you? Because you have to pay property tax, right? So what, what could you really say you own? In my opinion, right, you can have physical diamonds, you can have physical gold, and there's Bitcoin. The problem with diamonds and gold is that you can't send it anywhere. You can't send it. If I wanted to send it to Harry in Nigeria, I can't just send it. Am I really going to trust sending a piece of gold in the mail or some diamonds in the mail? Well, I could send them Bitcoin, pennies on the dollar. Anyways, let's read some of the article. This, this, I, I'm sorry, guys. This disgusts me, dude. Like, this is the amount of people that got totally messed up by this. Think about the families. Think about the individuals. They put their hopes and dreams into this man because he was tweeting stuff like this, and he didn't even have the principles to save the tweet. He deleted it. These types of people give our entire industry a bad name, man. It's disgusting, dude. He doesn't even have the principles. You want to know why? Because he's protecting his own ass. That's why. Because he knows he's in shit. 
Anyway, Celsius Network founder Alex Mashinsky withdrew 10 million, 10 million from the crypto lender just weeks before the company froze customer accounts as it spiraled towards bankruptcy, according to pe people familiar with the matter. The withdrawals of crypto by Mashinsky in May came as customers were pulling their assets from the company in large numbers, spooked by the turbulence in crypto markets and concerns about Celsius financial health. Celsius froze withdrawals on June 12th, leaving hundreds of thousands of retail investors unable to access their savings but him right the same person that told you you could trust me ah people taking self-custody the conspiracy theories no he has the privilege to withdraw the money right the company filed for bankruptcy in july with 1.2 billion dollars hole in its balance sheet the business reached a peak last year of 25 billion worth of crypto assets deposited by customers who were attracted by the outside interest rates celsius offered some as high as 18 percent on certain Bitcoin and shitcoins. Mashinsky, 56, co-founded Celsius in 2017 and was the public face of the company, appearing in weekly video addresses on YouTube in which he pushed his message of financial liberation from the banking establishment. Despite Mashinsky's public bullishness, the company struggled behind the scenes with weak internal systems for managing its assets, at times paid out more to customers in interest than it was generating from lending. That sounds like a Ponzi scheme. But it wasn't only this person that did it. The Luna founder did it as well. He's he's out on the run, right? He's tweeting publicly on Twitter, hey, I did nothing wrong, I'm fine. Comes out that he's wanted by Interpol. No one could find him. This is why we are Bitcoin only. You want to know why? This is why. We don't ask you to trust us. Buy Bitcoin, earn Bitcoin, mine Bitcoin, take that Bitcoin into self-custody, lock it up. That's it. That's it. That, that's what we say. Don't, don't trust us with our platform. Don't trust us whatever. Not your keys, not your Bitcoin. And unfortunately, this hurt a tremendous amount of people. They, it, it's money that they couldn't afford to lose. Thank God for Corey for saving a crap ton of people as well. But this is disgusting. I hope this person goes to jail because he deserves it. He, he not only said... Invest in my company so you get these returns. He specifically attacked people for warning them about taking self-custody in the first place. And people listen. Why wouldn't they listen? What if they were new to the space? How would they know? How would they know, dude? He has the buzz. He, has, he, he was able to raise all this money for marketing. How would they know? It, it, it's disgusting, dude. I, I, I can't even wrap my head around it. Opti, what are your thoughts, brother? Well, first and foremost, this is why we love telling you guys to keep the receipts because we know how these people work. They're scumbags. They will delete and hide their hands when they get caught. But furthermore, we say it all the time, you know, shit coins are designed to steal your Bitcoin, like full stop. You can't convince me otherwise. There's no reason for these shit coins to be designed. And furthermore, for these really bad business ideas to be built on Bitcoin and for you to lend out your Bitcoin, like stay humble, stack sats. You don't need to, you know, get overly leverage as ck said and i'm going to continue to steal this meme you know like don't take so much risk and and make sure that you make it over the finish line because this is what we're doing we're just waiting for hyper bitcoinization and we say it every single day self-custody is the revolution 
and this is all you got to do. Just save in Bitcoin, put your Bitcoin in the cold storage. And this is why Bitcoiners love the bear markets. I, I mean, I, like, like Nico said, with the caveat, I, I feel for the people that got wrecked, but this is why Bitcoiners are so toxic on the internet. This is why we try to continue to tell people the best practices because when bear markets come out, it cleans out all the rats. And as the saying goes, when the water recedes, you see who is left naked. And, you know, unfortunately, there is people that got wrecked in this situation. But if you listen to people like Corey, you listen to Simply Bitcoin, you listen to all my toxic friends on the internet, then you would understand that Bitcoins are designed to steal your Bitcoin and you can't convince me otherwise. The Bitcoin is winning and all you got to do saving Bitcoin, take your Bitcoin into private custody, into self-custody, because self-custody is the revolution. You know, we got to defund these fractionalized central bankers and stop recreating fiat businesses on the blockchain. It is not innovative. <laughs> Just save in Bitcoin, man. Hey, what are your thoughts on this? Would you, would you trust someone else with your Bitcoin? Oh, no, 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 no. I won't trust anyone with my Bitcoin. And um, not just... Um, me as an individual alone. Um, le let me quickly like um, double and explain this context. You know, talking about Bitcoin, you actually need to like self-custody your Bitcoin. That's true, Naship, right? And um, one thing about Africa is we are trying to like um, not just know this alone, also get this information across to the next person so they won't just um, keep um, confusing the concept of crypto Bit and Bitcoin together and as well, they won't confuse the context of keeping their coins on exchanges and with the context of having the 12 um, seed phrases or 24 word seed phrases, which is their um, private keys, you know. So um, yeah. that's actually what it is. Oh, that's awesome, man. And I'm really glad that, that you're on our side. And I'm really glad that you're getting that information out. And again, guys, I'm going to keep reiterating this. Do you see the common language that's being spoken and there's people saying the exact same thing about Bitcoin, the freedom that Bitcoin represents, and the same message, not your keys, not your Bitcoin, and we are thousands of miles away from each other, we're in different continents, we have different cultures, and we're saying the same exact thing. And this is why we're going to win. This is the most pol powerful political movement the world has ever seen and is a peaceful one doesn't require violence, doesn't even require voting. All it requires is for you to earn Bitcoin, buy Bitcoin, mine Bitcoin, and take that Bitcoin into self-custody. And people like Mashinsky or whatever, right? I don't even, I, I can't even say anything without getting banned from YouTube. Anyways, the thing I wanted to cover today um, is this, uh, and I'd love to get your guys' thoughts. This is... Um, more of a continuation on the attack by the U.S. Treasury. Keep in mind, Cynthia Lummis said specifically, these are her words, not my words, right? Um, that the U.S. Treasury is the most hostile towards Bitcoin. Remember that the U.S. government gets a, a tremendous amount of power from being the global reserve currency and by proxy being able to police other countries because other countries, you know, most of the time have to use the US dollar to transact, have to use the US dollar to trade. So those sanctions that you always hear about, they're extremely effective. They actually cut out entire countries, entire the, the populations of those countries from being able to transact with other countries. Now, the question that I have to you guys is, 
Do you think that a group of elite politicians should have the power to get to decide who is entitled to use money and who is not entitled to use money? I actually put, I actually put a screenshot of this on Twitter and someone actually even defended that, right? And then I was like, dude, like, do you understand what you're saying? Um, so anyways, uh, here is the name of the title it says arrested tornado cash developer to stay in jail after appeal rejected. Um, Alexi Pertesev, a tornado cash developer arrested in August by Dutch authorities over allegations of facilitating money laundering is to stay in jail for at least another two months after his appeal was rejected. His arrest came two days after the U.S. government added Tornado Cash and 44 associated Ethereum and USDC wallets to its specially designated nationals list. To quote, repeatedly fails to impose effective controls designed to stop it from laundering funds for malicious actors. Did you hear what that said? Hear what that said? I'm going to repeat it again because maybe you guys you maybe you guys missed it. The U.S. Treasury said the crypto mixing service which allows users to obscure transactions, has repeatedly failed to impose effective controls designed to stop it from laundering funds for malicious cyber actors. Tornado Cash is not a company. Tornado Cash is open source software. The U.S. government, the U.S. Treasury, just said in that statement that it sanctioned a piece of software because it didn't, co it didn't coincide with U.S. government policy. That's the signal right there. And this guy is such a danger that they didn't want to release him without bail. Remember what they did to Ross. Remember what they did to Ross. And what did it work? Because that's what they did. They were trying to set an example. They say, hey, this guy developed uh, you know, a, a marketplace over the dark web. We have to give them two life sentences. You know what happened to Silk Road? Four Silk Roads took its place. So it doesn't, it, 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 it like, guys, you have to understand. And now let me ask you something else, right? Do you think that they really care about Tornado Cash? No. What this is really about is they're trying to set a precedent. Open source technology, open source software. Yeah, it's, it's, we could do it. You still don't believe me? Let me make the case for you because we're simply Bitcoin and we always provide the receipts. And I got a lot, you know, I got, I posted this and we had someone who replied to me, this is specifically Beauty on, I said, are you? And he, and he, and he, what he, what he did is he referenced a, a Google search that said tornado cash developer helped North Koreans facilitate, you know, money laundering. And I said, North Korea, Iran, and Russia are all being used as reasons to attack Bitcoin because it threatens U.S. sanction policy. You still don't believe me? All right. Here is a statement from the Secretary of Treasury, Janet Yellen, on the release reports of digital assets. Remember, the, the digital assets framework was something that the Joe Biden administration released uh, last week. And remember, in that same framework, they attacked Bitcoin proof-of-work mining with debunked reports that Nick Carter did an incredible job debunking. It's almost, And they, they basically said that if Bitcoin miners don't adhere to certain standards of which no industry is made to follow, we have to ban them. So do you think it has to do with Bitcoin miners? Do you really think it has to do with Tornado Cash? Or do you think it has to do with what I've been trying to tell you guys the entire time? 
or what Odell said perfectly in the very beginning. Every person in the world should have access to good money that is independent of corrupt governments and corporations. Anyways. So and this is Hold on, let me let me finish this and we'll I'll get your thoughts, Harry. So here is the US Department of Treasury's action to address illicit financing risk of digital assets. In that same passage, I took a screenshot. Look what they mentioned. Coincidentally, the effort is exploring how a central bank digital currency could be designed to enable AML and CFT controls to mitigate illicit financial risks. And then it goes on to say, the U.S. government has also seen instances of virtual assets being used to fund the activities of rogue regimes, such as the recent thefts by the Democratic People's Republic of Korea-affiliated Lazarus Group to finance terrorism, although these remain limited in scale. So why did I mention that last part? The Democratic People's Republic of Korea, that is North Korea. And remember, that is the excuse that they used to arrest the tornado cash developer. So, uh, guys, it's not rocket science. In the, in the paragraph above, central bank digital currencies will stop these illicit actors from using it. And the paragraph after, it says, yeah, we, we, uh, digital assets can't do it because of the North Koreans. <laughs> it's very obvious what they're doing. You just have to like actually read it. It's very obvious where this is going. If you don't run an OFAC compliant node, you're against US sanction policy. That's it. And and and, and like I have a question for you guys. Like <laughs> do you it doesn't even work. It doesn't even work. Because we were sold on sanctions. Sanctions are supposed to meant they're supposed to be meant for regime change. All right, that's what they sell us on, right? But the people that sanctions hurt the most are the populations of those countries. So Cuba, Afghanistan. You know the the only thing that worked in those countries, they kept working while the legacy financial system said screw you, Bitcoin. So could we not have Bitcoin because of what some bureaucrats in DC say? Like it's not compatible. If you want an open monetary network, it's not compatible with the old system. And they're clearly using the North Koreans, Russia, Iran as excuses to go after this. If this is set as a precedent, I'm telling you, Bitcoin is next. They're going to have a problem because it's decentralized, but Ethereum should be a lot easier for them. This is where it's going. This is the separation of money and state. If you still don't believe me, read the sovereign individual. They're losing the power they once had. And they're fighting for it. And they're using BS excuses. That report by Nick Carter, Saylor even said it himself. It didn't come from my mouth. didn't come from Simply's mouth. came from Saylor's mouth. The White House, the digital assets framework by the White House was propaganda. And the question that I have for you, Anon, and Harry understands this perfectly because we live in a privileged country where we have a stable fiat currency. But someone like Harry, someone like Venezuela, they don't have an alternative. It's Bitcoin or nothing or they lose their savings. And is that so is that so bad? Is that so bad? Is it so bad to want to be able to earn and save in a currency that doesn't steal from you? Because what these people want is for you not to be able to do that. Screw them. 
monetary fucking demons. That's what I have to say. Harry, what are your thoughts on this, man? From your perspective, what are your thoughts on this? Because I know that the Nigerian government fought heavily to try to push the the Nigerian e-nira, the central bank digital currency of, of your fiat currency over there. But from my understanding, it's not very popular over there, is it? It's not, uh, it's not popular at all. Can you hear me? Yes. Yes. Um, it's actually raining right now, so it's probably affecting my network a bit. That's why my video is not like um, coming up again. But to answer your question directly, I mean, I published something on my Twitter and also on my LinkedIn. It's actually a statistics around um, the adoption between Nigeria CBDC, that's Inera, and the adoption between Bitcoin. Inera, if I'm not mistaken, has 0.36% adoption presently in, in Nigeria. That's about 200,000 people out of 200 million plus people having a wallet with Inera. And... Um, the adoption of Bitcoin in Nigeria right now and cryptocurrency is about 36% adoption rate. That's, that means about 36 countries presently use cryptocurrency, where we have about 164 million people who are still yet untouched. Despite Nigeria doing well in, in regards to Bitcoin and cryptocurrency adoption, we still have a lot of work to do by orange peeling over 164 people, but we are extremely happy because people can demystify the ones who have adopted um, Bitcoin and cryptocurrency can demystify between censorship and being censorship resistant. Because with the CBDC, you can't make cross-border remittances yet. It's still on the first phase. And excluding making cross-border remittances, the CBDC is still the inflationary naira that we actually spending. And the inflationary Naira is presently exchanging at the parallel, parallel market against dollar as high as 740 Naira to a dollar. You, that's extremely bad. I mean, 740 Naira, we are on um, 20, 20.6% inflation right now in Nigeria. So the, excluding Bitcoin being, being serving as um, being, being a tool for cross-border remittances and being censorship resistant, it also serves as a way of boycotting inflation for long-term thinkers in regards in comparison with the CBDC or stable coins. So when I speak with folks in the West, I do tell them that um, you might actually do don't know all the. Wait, wait, hold on. Did you say when you speak when you speak? You are not seen. Hold on. Did you say when you speak people? Yes. From the WEF, as in the World Economic Forum. Yes, from the West, 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 from, from countries um, apart from Africa, like um, um, from the countries West, like United States. Okay, West, all. West, yes, okay. West. <laughs> yes, yes, when I speak with them, I do tell them that um, they're actually not um, feeling most of the features of Bitcoin in real mm. life. Because when you are on like double-digit inflation, probably 9% inflation, you still keep saying, no, I'm facing inflation. But yeah, in Nigeria, you're actually facing an inflation that will make you be curious for solutions instantly. So um, those are the things around it. And Bitcoin has a lot of features. It's helping in terms of cross-border payment. It's helping Nigerians in terms of boycotting inflation. Some even use it as occupation for trading and um, exchange with different fiat currencies. So it's, it's just, um, how, how would I put it? It's very, very 
um, voracious and extensive to different kinds of pictures, you know. So um, someone, someone who is in the West might just be thinking, no, I can build generational wealth with this. Not knowing it can make money daily with it, even by exchanging with fiat currency for someone in Nigeria. Not knowing that it can boycott inflation with it by holding for a short term and also leveraging stable coins lot of things around this um, particular innovation yeah no and i and i think you, you you know you buried the lead there man it's like the and you said exactly what i was saying i was trying to make the case for right is look Whereas in the West, right, maybe we're dealing with single digit inflation, but in someone who lives in Nigeria, right, you're dealing with double digit inflation, which makes it impossible to live, right? And that's someone that a lot that's something that a lot of people in the West don't understand. Where in developing countries, man, you're adopting Bitcoin, you're using Bitcoin because you don't have another alternative, right? There is no other good alternative. We have the privilege. Um, if you if you live in a in a, in a in a developed country in a Western country to live in a country that has a somewhat stable fiat currency that doesn't steal enough from you to justify look seeking other alternatives right you know it we're just starting to feel the plane eight percent but imagine if inflation was twenty percent in the United States you would start thinking for other alternatives because then it starts to become a question of can I feed my family. Can I put food on the table? And another thing that, that Harry said that I thought was really fascinating, really interesting, right, was this concept of remittances, right? And central bank digital currencies, the way that the Treasury is advocating for, the way that they want it, they want those systems of control still in place. So if you're in Nigeria and you're trying to make money online through the legacy system, it's incredibly difficult. But with Bitcoin, you don't even have to know someone's name, right? If they provide value, if they provide a service, right? You can pay them directly peer to peer without any type of intermediary in between, right? So and that completely changes everything. But because there is no interme intermediary, right? That makes it incredibly difficult for governments to step up and try to control you. So I'm going to go back to the 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 tornado cash developer bit, guys, and the fact that they didn't release on bail. They're pu they're pushing a Ross. That that's what they're doing. They're doing it again, right? And they're trying to set a precedent. They're saying, hey, you know, if you develop software, open source software, that goes against U.S. policy, we're gonna get you. Right. That, that's what they said. Right. And here is this awesome tweet by Matt O'Dell. Let me put let me put it up and then I'm going to pass it on to Opti. And it's such a powerful message. It said Tornado Cash barely used now. Tornado Cash devs still in jail. Assets being auctioned. Most used ETH in a fully transparent manner with little thought to privacy. Most stakers are focused on regulatory compliance. Few care. The attacked work. All it took was a U.S. government blog post. And look, you could see the volume of Tornado Cash, right? And then at the end, it just drops off. How long, how long until they do this to Wasabi? How long until they do this to Samurai? How long? It's just a matter of time. As more and more people seek to find other alternatives because fiat currencies fundamentally suck because they steal from you through inflation, right? How long until they set and they, till, until they step in and say, "Hey, you're not entitled to privacy." 
Without privacy, you can't have freedom. And I just want to say one last bit before I pass it on to Opti. The vast majority of Tornado Cash users, they said it themselves, limited use. It was like 80 to 90% of the last time I saw that statistic were legitimate people seeking privacy. So we're being punished for 10%. It's like they are, it's like someone, it's like arresting the gun manufacturer because someone went and go use the gun to go, you know, commit a crime or something. It's that's the equivalent of this. They're trying to set a precedent, guys. Do not be distracted. They're trying to find the most evil straw men, North Korea, Russians, Iran, North Korean, illicit regime, terrible. Ah, look at how they're reacting to Naim Bukele. They're calling him a threat to democracy. The system is scared and the system is fighting back. That's what you're seeing right now. You're seeing it in full force. And the fight hasn't even started yet. That's the crazy part here. You protect yourself by taking Bitcoin into self-custody and don't trust someone else's node. Run your own node. Learn how to build one or you can buy a pre-made one. Obviously, we suggest the fucking noddle because it's dope. But there's so many options Run your own node. Trust minimize. This is how we're going to win this. It's not through violence, right? It's not through protests. It's not through voting, right? It's by making the most powerful vote you will ever make in your entire life. Buying, earning, mining Bitcoin, and taking that said Bitcoin into self-custody. By doing that, you're defunding the beast. And there's absolutely nothing they could do about it if enough of us do it. Opti, what are your thoughts? Unfortunately, Harry dropped out. Well, this is very obviously an attack on open source software. And as you said, you know, it, it's it's trying to set a precedent so that they can further make more attacks. And this just shows their incentives. This shows their bias. And it's very unfortunate that they're making this guy an example. And, you know, on that note, you brought up Ross Holbrake, like shouts out to Ross, free Ross. Uh, you know, he, he is a, a prisoner of war. And uh, we say it all the time, like money laundering is, is just such a low hanging excuse that they will continue to use it and they will continue to pull the boogeyman card because the majority of people aren't really digging deep into the nuance. They're just reading the headlines. And it's a very, at least at this point, it's a very fashionable excuse to call Bitcoiners and people that want financial freedom as financial terrorists. And so they, they will continue to use this money laundering card for as long as it still mm -hmm. has use. And like you said, we're in the beginning of the then they fight you stage. And so this is the roundabout ways of trying to corral Bitcoiners and people that want freedom in financial transactions. So it's very unfortunate that this is happening, but this isn't going to be the first the first, you know, this is the first of many, and we are definitely going to go into an all-out war soon, and I, that's why we just continue to tell people to be prepared and to take your Bitcoin into self-custody. And, and that's why I did the Saturday piece, so that, that people know exactly how we can survive this. They know what tools, and I will continue to go down and, and give Dude, you guys the tools, man. The culture segment is absolutely perfect for this. Because you're not going to have to take Nico or Opti's word on this. I think Naim Bukele says it perfectly himself. Let's go. Stop drinking the elite's Kool-Aid. What they're selling you is poison. All right. Um, and you're not going to hear me and Opti say it's some crazy people on the Internet. You're going to hear the president of a country say it himself. Let's get to the culture.
The Daily Culture. Brought to you by SwanBitcoin.com. Swan is the best way to build your Bitcoin stack with automated Bitcoin savings plans and instant purchases, serving clients of any size from $10 to $10 million. We love Swan because they incentivize self-custody and dollar cost averaging. What are you waiting for? Visit SwanBitcoin.com today. Also want to give a shout out to the largest Bitcoin conference on the West Coast. You're not going to want to miss this. It's Pacific Bitcoin, November 10th through 11th, Los Angeles, California. Speaker list includes the Chad Saylor, Corey Clipson, Jeff Booth, Dylan LeClaire, Lynn Alden, Breedlove, Guy Swan, Mark Moss, Preston Pish, Parker Lewis, Nico and Opti are going to be doing a live Simply Bitcoin from the conference. You could take advantage of the promo code SIMPLY to get a massive discount on your Pacific Bitcoin uh, tickets. You're not going to want to miss this conference, guys. It's going to be epic AF. Let's go. All right, guys. So uh, when this dropped on Friday, my boy Joe Rogers, he works over at BTC Mag, and we talked about this a, like a couple of months ago, and he's like, dude, you, you can't, like, you want to read this article. I can't wait to drop it. He was, like, gloating about it. But like Nico said, we, we, we say this to you guys basically every single day, exactly what we are faced against. And Bukele dropped this article, and, and as I put on Twitter, just headshots. Like I, I know we we don't uh, we don't advocate for violence, but man, this is some memetics here, and and <laughs> he didn't pull any punches. So let's get into this. As you guys, for you guys in the spaces, this article I, is I, called. I, I just I just want to point out before you say it, Opti, is that this article is confirming or it's yes. reiterating the message that we tried to tell you guys during 100%. the news, right? Is that there is a war going on. There is there is something going on. It's not a kinetic war. It's not a war of violence. It's not a war of guns, right? But it's a war of narratives. It's a war of information. It's a war of hearts and minds, right? And what we're witnessing right now, what the internet has facilitated, is the great awakening. It falls on to you guys to open your eyes, use common sense, look at the world around you. Do you really believe? How convenient, how convenient of the treasury. A, tornado cash bad. Central bank digital currency is good because it allows us to control. Trust us. We won't use it against you. Ignore what happened in Canada. That was an accident. Like, like, come on now. Come on now. Come on now. Beautiful Anyways, context, I'm, I'm sorry. To Dude, don't worry. This is the context people need. And furthermore, guys, I know you guys like to hear me rant, but I'm going to use Bukele's words because I think they're so poignant and, you know, they're, they're coming from someone other than me and Nico. But let me get into this article. It is titled Stop Drinking the Elite's Kool-Aid. And here we go. On September 7th, 2021, El Salvador became the first country in the history of the world to adopt Bitcoin, the world's new currency. Remember those words as they will be engraved in the history of money. But as today in these early times, opinions are stuck in buckets of it being a bold move, a smart move, a dumb move, or simply a gamble. Of course, it was none of the above. It was the only obvious move. We tell you guys all the time, there is no alternative. As we're seeing in the financial markets, they are on their last leg, and it is the final days of, of the fiat legacy system, of the Keynesian economic experiment. For those who understand, the real question is not if other countries are going to adopt Bitcoin, but when. We are so early in this paradigm shift that a logical common sense moves controversial it has many people cheering it on and many many detractors and we will not analyze the supporters but the 
the tractors and they can be separated into three groups. One, the ones who genuinely think it was the wrong decision. Two, the ones who think it's a good decision, but for the wrong reasons. And three, the ones who are afraid of our decision. Now, the interesting part is that the first and second groups exist mostly because of the third. Why? Because local detractors, the ones who are afraid and pressuring us to reverse our decision are the world powerful elites and the people who work for or benefit them. They used to own everything and in a way they still do. The media, the banks, the NGOs, the international organizations, and almost all the governments and corporations in the world. That, of course, they also own the armies, the loans, the money supply, the credit ratings, the narrative, the propaganda, the factories, the food supply. They control international trade and international law, but their most powerful weapon is the control of the truth. I just want to preface quotes. this. I just want to preface this. This is not Nico and Opti saying yeah, this. this. Is not me saying this. This is directly from... Nayib Bukele, the president of El Salvador. Exactly, exactly. Love it. And they will be willing to fight, lie, smear, destroy, censor, confiscate, print, and do whatever it takes to maintain and increase their control over the truth and everything and everyone. And just think about the hundreds, if not thousands, of articles about how El Salvador's economy will supposedly be destroyed because of its Bitcoin gamble or how it's going to be default or its economy is collapsing and that their government is bankrupt. Nico has done an excellent job on the show countering all the El Salvador FUD because it is so important. And yes, El Salvador is a relatively poor country, but in 2021 alone, we produced $28 billion in products and services and pushing the idea that a $50 million loss, less than 0.2% of our GDP would destroy or even put our country's economy in trouble is far more than stupid. It is revealing. You would think that the economic geniuses at Bloomberg, Forbes, Fortune, Financial Times, Deutschwell, BBC, Al Jazeera, The Guardian, The New York Times, The Washington Post, etc. would have enough an analysis and editors well-versed in these topics to tell them not to publish that nonsense. And you would think these absurd articles wouldn't pass those editorial boards, but they do. And sometimes they even get a very large space, like a full-page spread in The New York Times. Were they talking about El Salvador before? Did they care about what happened in our country? Did they report the $37 billion with a B that the previous government stole from our our country's treasury ask yourself these questions a few years ago did you know where el salvador was located on the map did you know the name of the previous president of el salvador did you know about their failed economic policies and i've reiterated this message to you guys so much bitcoin put el salvador on the map and this is why they get so much hate but this is coming from bukele himself in fact these are the real numbers which are public information and can be fact and double checked in 2021 our gdp rose 10.3 percent income from tourism rose 50 52%, employment went up 7%, new businesses up 12%, exports up 17%, energy generation up 19%, energy exports went up 3,291%, and internal revenue went up 37%, all without raising any taxes. And this year, the crime and murder rate has gone down 95%. So to counter that narrative, we did exactly the opposite of not paying our debts. We offered to pay in advance, and that is why this month we will be buying all our 2023 and 2025 bonds that the the holders want to sell, of course, at market price. So if you are in group one or two of the detractors, my message to you is this. 
Stop drinking the elite's Kool-Aid and take a look at the facts. Even better, come ask the people, see the transformations for yourself, walk in the streets, go to the beach or to our volcanoes, breathe the fresh air, feel what it really means to be free. See how one of the poorest nations in the continent and the previous murder capital of the world is changing to rapidly become the best place it can be. And then ask yourself, why are the world's most powerful forces against those exact transformations? And why should they even care? You see it now, right? The reason for all of this is because we're not simply fighting a local opposition or the usual roadblocks any small country may face, but the system itself for the future of mankind. El Salvador is the epicenter of Bitcoin adoption and thus economic freedom, financial sovereignty, censorship resistance, unconfiscatable wealth, and the end of the kingmakers. They're printing, devaluating, and reassigning the wealth of the majorities to interest groups, the elites, the oligarchs, and the ones in the shadows behind them pulling their strings. If El Salvador succeeds, many countries will follow. If El Salvador somehow fails, which we refuse to, no countries will follow. They know this very well, and that's why they are fighting us so hard. Will you play their game, or you become aware of the real game? Freaking bars. Guys, me and Nico go in on this every single day that this is the game that we are playing. That this isn't just two Bitcoiners, two, two YouTube, uh, you know, two dudes with shows on YouTube that say this. This is a president of a country. And he's saying exactly what we are saying. He said the silent part out loud. He named names. He did headshots. He brought the receipts. And now you know exactly where their bias is. Now you know exactly why they're so afraid. Now you can put context into what we said in the news section. This isn't a game, guys. This is the middle of the biggest war that humanity's ever been through, the biggest war that the people have ever been through. It's it's us versus them. It is the people versus, quote-unquote, the people that are supposed to uh, be their betters, the high-level parasites, as we've been calling them, the quote-unquote elites. They don't want the best for you. The state hates you. They literally want to continue the status quo, which is steal your life force, steal your future because their whole lives and their livelihoods resides on it. Their wealth and their riches is tied up in stealing your wealth. And now the jig is up and Bitcoin is called their bluff. And we continue to propagate the sound money gospel because as long as the central powers have the money printer, they can continue to steal from you. They can continue to fund wars. They can continue to do all the crazy stuff that they are doing. But now we have a money that they cannot, uh, they cannot steal from you. You know, they cannot debase your currency anymore, guys. And this is why we go hard so every single day through two to three hours a day for you guys to tell you that Bitcoin is freedom and Bitcoin is the great escape. And this is why the powers that be, the legacy media and all the governments around the world don't want you to find, and the central bankers, of course, let me not forget about the CBDCs, want you to not ex escape their system and exit into Bitcoin because Bitcoin is the escape, guys. Like, it, it's this clear. Don't take it from us. Take it from Naive Bukele. And that's just pure signal. And I, and I had to cover that, Nico, because Dude, and perfectly it, on today's it, it, it episode. Worked it worked perfectly perfect. with what you're saying. And I'm going to tie it up once again with the title to do it justice. If you want to know why an open source developer is still in jail and they rejected his bail, Naim Bukele just explained it perfectly. And don't forget what these people are. All right. And uh, who's, who better to say it than... Just like the Bible says, it's basically an intergalactic invasion into this space through people. I, I'm telling you, it's what all the ancients said. It's what they warned of. It's what we're dealing with.
They're demons. Alright, I, I don't know about the whole Bible stuff, but they're definitely what? monetary demons. Well, yes, right? exactly. Monetary <laughs> demons. <laughs> they're definitely monetary demons. Um, but yeah, it's just, Alex is fucking hilarious. And I just wanted to play that. I felt it was fitting. Um, but yeah, man, look, uh, this Bitcoin is freedom. You know, put all the conspiracy theory aside and all that stuff. Look, Bitcoin is freedom. You're not hearing that stuff from us, okay, that we tell you that every day. You just heard that from the president of a country, okay? You heard that from Naim Bukele. He's telling you the messages that we've been telling you for a long time, right? The powers that be, and to use Lawrence Lepard's words, right, the privilege of being able to create money out of nothing that everybody else has to spend time and energy to work and earn, this is a tremendous amount of privilege. Think about all the power that comes with that. Obviously, they're not going to go gently into that good night. Obviously, they're going to try to pull out all the punches possible. But the problem, unfortunately for them, is that, dude, as time goes by, it will become increasingly obvious that it's not about stopping financial terrorism, which, dude, of course we hate terrorism. Of course we hate crime. Of course we hate those things. But they're using those things as justifications in order to steal your freedom and to continue to force you to use a money that steals from you and of which they have complete and total control over. And one last thing, they don't deserve that type of power. They don't earn, they didn't earn that type of power. In fact, they've used that power to abuse you. Look at what happened in Canada with the truckers' protest. Look at what's happening in the U.S. if you say certain things. They want to silence you. They want to silence your speech. And Bitcoin is the strongest form of speech that the world has ever seen. Money is a form of speech. It gives you the ability to transact with anybody freely anywhere around the world. And at the same time, it protects your wealth, your time, your energy from these monetary demons. And that's why they hate it. That's why they're attacking it. And that's why the legacy propaganda media is going to continue to turn it up. And their allies, and you're seeing it, this is the first salvo from the treasury. It's going to get worse because they're just not going to give, they're not going to give over that power. They're just not. They're not going to give it. The good news though is that we don't, it's not, it's the, the, uh, the Hayek video, the famous one was, it was amazing, right? That we have to figure out some sly about way, uh, cause you can't take it out of their hands violently, right? Obviously, but you, we kind of have to figure out the sly, the sly about round ray that goes around their system and then there's nothing they could do about it. And the way that you do that is Bitcoin's true decentralization, of which own, Bitcoin's the only cryptocurrency that could that can provide that. All the other ones will be co-opted if they reach a sufficient size. I really believe Ethereum will be the first because of, look, the fact is that the biggest stakers are going to be exchanges and the biggest node runners are going to be massive Fortune 500 co uh, corporations that also have contracts, by the way, for the Pentagon, right? I'm not just totally making that. I'm not making that up. You can look it up. Um, so, dude, fucking crazy, man. Crazy shit. All right, Opti, we have time for the meme review. I don't think we have time for the plebsites or, uh, or Bitcoin software release, but let's try to get the meme review in. The Daily Meme Review. 
brought to you by CypherSafe. Don't be that person that loses their Bitcoin seed due to fire damage, water damage, dog attacks. Back up your generational Bitcoin wealth on steel and there's no better place to do it than the cypher grid by cypher safe and now check out their new bitcoin art the bitcoin rulux triangle only on cyphersafe.io let's go guys so today's meme review as you guys know the meme that we start this off all the time tweets are the bullets and memes are the artillery and if you didn't catch the drift of today's show you guys are on the front line there is an information war out there and it's becoming more and more obvious that they don't like what we're saying so what are we going to do we're going to continue to spread the memes this first one uh this is my my boy dr robot it's not a not as revolutionary as all these other memes that I might have up on here, but <laughs> crack me up nonetheless. Shout out to you, Mr. Robot. And for the, for those in the spaces, he's got a picture right here of Will Ferrell in um, Talladega Nights with his sponsor, <laughs> and then he's got a picture of me doing the, our shift crypto ad, and it's the super guy, the red button. Oh my God, which is which? Love you, bro. Uh, I, I appreciate the trolling. I love it. <laughs> this next one is, again, another Will Ferrell meme. But this one's by Chairforce. And he goes, guilty. Admit it. You sometimes hear strangers talking about the economy, politics, or shit coins, and think to yourself, you sure are a stupid motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> this next one is by the BTC therapist on Twitter. And he goes, the BTC you never had. When did you first ignore Bitcoin? 2011, 2013, 2017, or 2021? And he's got the guy with big eyes. Oh my God, which year was it? Which year did I wreck myself? Anyway, this next one, I think it's pretty fitting considering today's show. This is a Decentapod 2, and he goes, me in 2025 handing out memes because my social credit score won't allow me to access the internet. <laughs> Uh, and then this other one, I went hard on the Selly memes today, so I added two of them. Shouts out to Don underscore T-Cell, and he goes, sorry, can't hear you over the sound of my freedom. And there's an ASIC right here. Let's go. This is the way. And again, another Selly tweet, and he goes, once you take that leap of faith from debt slavery to self-sovereignty, and the self-sovereignty ledge has laser eyes. Absolutely beautiful. And one more, this one's by Level 39, and he goes, Why the media wants you to worry about Bitcoin's 0.09% share of global emissions. And we got a banker here. Tell them Bitcoin is bad for the environment. No more bailouts. Stop corporate greed. Fat cats. Yes, we thoroughly debunked that in the culture, in the news. And I thought that this was a fitting meme to end today because... Just of the theme, man. Like sometimes, you know, we, we ranted about it, but sometimes you just need... A nice little picture to paint the picture for us. Anyways, uh-oh, Nico lost his camera. Anyways, today for my meme review score, I'm going to give it my BK hat, guys. It's dirty. I haven't done this one. I have two of them, but shouts out to my uh, my boys over at BK that hang out with us. So today's meme review is the BK hat. Let's go. Let's go. All right, Nico, what's your meme review score? Yeah, guys, also, this is Simply Bitcoin Live, so drop your meme score in in the chat. Remember, guys, pl memes play an essential role in this narrative trench warfare on the battlegrounds of the internet. Memes are a very effective way of transmitting information very quickly, and they only work if they're true, right? Because the truth is the common, the common denominator, right? So don't count this out um memes are essential um so for that i'm gonna give it a special shout out to bitcoin park 
It's an awesome campus, Bitcoin campus in Nashville, Tennessee. Definitely want to go to one of their next events. It's going to be my last day there, last day here. So shout out, Rod. Shout out, uh, Matt. You guys are awesome. Shout out to the 1031 office that I've been bumming at this entire week. Uh, it's, it's a very special place. Really recommend any of you guys to visit. So that's my score. Uh, Rope says, rating those memes an unsellable house with chickens. Very, very well, – I, I – Where'd that come from? It's very spontaneous. Okay. Opti's neglected. <laughs> I like the I like the name, the handle. The handle is the meme. Uh score. Neglecting hers, Kate Hunger to stack more sats. Very, very good. Uh, don't neglect Opti. Poor Opti. Okay, next one. No, he's saying I'm neglecting my cat. I don't have a cat, but shouts out to you, bro. <laughs> uh any rug. Memes deserve some beef tallow chapstick. Very nice. Very nice. Uh, Z logic. I give those memes the brain cells. All those poor normie sheeple seem to have misplaced. I wouldn't count them out, bro. I think the propaganda brainwashing is very strong and it's up to us individuals to wake as many of those up as possible. Specifically, your friends, your friends and your family, man, your friends and your family, you know, wake them up. Someone like Klaus, if you're friends with Klaus, yeah, maybe not. Don't tell them about Bitcoin. Um, Marl Tacos. I give those memes a Visa gift card I found that I don't know the balance of. Very nice. Very nice. Planet Earth, I uh, give those memes a tall glass of orange pill Kool-Aid. <sighs> oof. Oof. I'm really enjoying these today. Uh, nope, not today. I give those memes my seed. No, not my seed for... Oh, Jesus. Um, John, I give those memes my number four numbered seed signer. Oh, very cool. Very cool, dude. Okay. Let me see, let me uh, see. Oh, oh, okay. This was a Twitter reference. I wish I gave those memes a Christine Lagarde left testicle. Uh, Max Trotter, I give those memes a Tommy gun. Oh, if you know, you know. Uh, I give the memes a back of oak lump charcoal. Very nice. All right, guys. We're out of time. Awesome. Guys, don't forget to join Simply Bitcoins. Awesome. Telegram group. That's where you could link us Bitcoin memes to review, where we review them on the meme score. So if you want to make Nico feel uncomfortable, there's two ways. Link a, a meme score. I don't pick them. Opti picks them. So he likes to make me feel uncomfortable all the time. And you can do that by going to www.t.me slash the Simply Bitcoin channel. It's absolutely free. It's a party in there. Join the Simply Bitcoin Telegram group. And... Definitely go check out Simply Bitcoin Unfiltered. Go to www.simplybitcoin.news. It's the written version of this show. Our awesome writers like Zach and Rustin, Paul, Weinekis, they're dropping the hot fire. And it's also free. Definitely go check that out. Anyways, guys, we're out of time. We're, we don't have time for software release. So that being said, I want to give a special shout out to represent Opti. Show them the goods. Show them the represent goods. Look at that. The decentralized, the real ones. It says the real ones. Look at that. Represent the decentralized corp. And I'm wearing the classic, the original, the black, the represent hoodie. I wear this all the time. If you see me at the airport, I'm probably wearing this. It's scum it's comfy. It's stylish. It's made by Bitcoiners. They have Bitcoin merch. Opti's the 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 Bitcoin shirt. Look at that. The Bitcoin bag with an AK-47. It's awesome. You can take advantage of the promo code to get 10% off anything on representltd.com. Guys, that was our show. Really appreciate it. Went, went a little, got a little. Started the Monday strong, Nico. 
I got a little heated today, man. I, I just, I, I'm sorry, guys. I get a little passionate, man. These demons, they don't, they don't want you to be free. They don't want you to use the money that doesn't steal from you. They don't want you to use the money that they can't control. And that disgusts me. And that pisses me off. So I'm sorry if I get a little carried away. Guys, we love you. We appreciate you. Thank you for coming in to Simply Bitcoin on Monday. Don't forget to like, subscribe. If you really, really, you know, find this show, uh, really find the show valuable, may drop a drop a comment. That also helps too. share the show. YouTube loves that. And uh, of course, we'll see you tomorrow. Be back in Miami. And then on Wednesday, we'll be streaming from Austin. It's going to be a crazy week. We're going to be live streaming from the mining conference. It's going to be a whole lot of fun. Yeah, guys, we are simply Bitcoin. We love you and we'll see you tomorrow.